welcome to the Sonic the Hedgehog Feedcast 2020. Uh, we're here with all of your hedgehog feet questions and Don't lore. Don't say shit like that. What? Also, we're still waiting for the air conditioner to kick off. It's, yeah, well. You look at that noise on there. Well, though. here we go. Welcome to the Feedcast. I am your big toe, Nora Blake. I'm joined by the pinky toe. Introduce yourself. Autumn. Autumn. Blake. Yeah, we're married, bitch. <laughs> Now, okay, I have a crazy idea. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Uh, what if we stopped talking so we could look at the waveform when it's just noise? What if we stopped well, talking? That's good, but I also wanted to know if you could hear it while we are talking. Yeah. No, that's fair. I just want to see what the waveform is right. when there's... So after this, we're going to stop talking for a bit. We're going to let the waveform ride and see how it sounds and looks on the screen with our eyes when we aren't talking. Because we want to know if the book... Shut up! <laughs> Stop running around. <laughs> Could you be quiet? We're trying to see it. <laughs> it doesn't seem that much worse than just having my fan theme. We'll listen to it. We'll listen to it. I mean, shit. I'll just pull up a folding chair. We'll start podcasting right now. Do you want me to do a new recording? No. No, this is all in it. Podcasting. We're podcasting already? Podcasting. It's happening? Yeah. We'll watch Sonic sometime soon. I, I wanted to do Sonic the podcast. We can do Sonic the podcast. What if we just do like 10 minutes of like warm up or something? Okay. And then we go. Okay, we're going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog before the movie, and then we're going to come back after the movie. Which is. The, the reason I wanted to do a Sonic the Hedgehog. Can I move the mic so that it's. Yeah. So that we're both my pen and tie here. Yeah. We have a standard of professionalism that is unmatched here at Export Audio. I'm just going to move this microphone a little bit. I'm not going to jostle it too much, hopefully. Um, you're going to make contact with dust, and that's going to be rough. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. The eagle was fucking landed. Okay. I'm going to get comfy. Why am I always in creaky chairs? Peter chair, I'm creaky. This was an $11 chair so that you could stay at the computer while I was playing video games. Yes, because we don't call it a love seat for the, for the TV. Hi, Internet. Uh, this is the intro part of Export Audio episode, I must say, 99? Yeah, I think that's right. Shit. We don't have anything for episode 100. Our episode 100 is the next one that we do. Yeah, we don't have anything planned at all. We have a thing planned. We have a person that we're going to do record a podcast with. Oh, right! Yeah, we just can't do the bit for that now. Yeah. The bit where we called the episode Song of the Hedgehog 2020, but actually we talk about a totally different movie. Yeah. Anyway, that's called Chaos Control. So, the reason... I think I mentioned this maybe a couple weeks ago. The reason I want to do a Sonic the Hedgehog podcast, I listen to a sometimes good, sometimes bad podcast called War Rock Ajax, um, where they just talk about like comic books, and they have a spin-off called Movie Fighters, where they talk about bad movies. Uh, it's a very original podcast. Um, and normally, I like it. It is normally a very comfort food kind of podcast for me. They did an episode about Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, and they're both two, like, old white dudes who, like, I say old, they're like two years older than Emma is, but... 
<laughs> oh, listen. If you were alive before 1990, mm -hmm. you're not not old. <laughs> anyway, um, I was 93, so I can say that this bit would be more endearing if I was like 16, and now I'm just I'm 24, and I sound like a <laughs> dick. <laughs> anyway. Um, Look, anyone who was born before the turn of the century is old. Okay, I can deal with that. I mean, not yet, but like that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, someday. Like some people were born in '99 and they're like children. Mm -hmm. They're 19. They're 21. You? Have <laughs> <laughs> I have a math degree. Don't question me. <laughs> I knew that math was all made up bullshit, but I didn't know it was that much made up bullshit. <gasps> Uh, they did a Sonic the Hedgehog episode, and they're both, like, old guys, and they just don't like Sonic the Hedgehog. Old guys, like, played Sonic the Hedgehog originally as, like, No, kids. both of them own Nintendos and not Segas. But they would, they could have. Yeah, Chris often on the podcast says that he, as a kid, and he knows this is irrational because the games and the console cost the same, but he had it in his head as a kid that, like, the Sega was for rich kids, and so he has an irrational hatred of Sonic because of that. I can understand that, because, like... I, I can understand how you, like... You're, like, one rich friend owns a Sega. Or you just internalize that because a few years later you see the fucking... The cost of the, uh... What, the Saturn? Saturn, but the one with all the fucking... Right. ...hookups on it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was the Genesis. What was after the Genesis? Was it Mega... It was Mega Drive Genesis. Mega Drive is Genesis. No, Master System's Genesis. What the fuck? Master System is the Gen No, Mega Drive is the, is the Genesis. Anyway, I don't know fucking anything about Sega. This is the real shit. Is that I've never owned a Sega console. It was like... Mega I Drive was born in 1996, like, and I didn't have a Dreamcast. I mean, the Mega Drive is the Genesis, so what came after the Genesis? Uh... After the Genesis was, uh... Saturn. Saturn? Yeah. Was the Saturn the last one? No, because it goes Saturn and then Dreamcast. Because they did two CD consoles. Because the Saturn kind of flopped, so they rushed the Dreamcast to market way before anyone else was wanting to move on to the next generation. That's why... Um, Don't forget that the fifth generation also had the Virtual Boy, created by the guy who made Metroid and Kid Icarus. Um, because, like, the Genesis had three Sonic games, plus Sonic CD, if you want to count that, um, which you do, I guess. I just don't understand what Sonic CD is in a, like, physical, like, how did you put a disc in your Genesis, sort of? You put the CD add-on onto the Genesis. Okay, okay. And then the Saturn only had Sonic 3D Blast. That was the only Sonic game for the Saturn, I think. Maybe Sonic R was on the... <laughs> you fucking idiot. I googled Genesis you CD. Fucking jackass. I got CDs from the band Genesis. <laughs> Unlocking Bible Genesis by Colin S. Smith. I think that might be an audiobook 
Bible study thing. Sega Genesis CD. As you can see... So you just... You slap that motherfucker in, and then the 32X goes on top of that. Right. Anyway, so... Both of them dislike Sonic as a character. Um, both of them do not enjoy Sonic the Hedgehog as a character. And so the whole the whole podcast, which I normally enjoy, was just like... Ha ha, like... You know, Sonic fans, they just want that, like you know, Sonic Impreg shit from, like, Sonic Dreams Collection or whatever. Um, and, like, like, they never, they're, they're smarter, they're more inclusive than doing jokes about furries, but there was, like, Sonic fans are weird, and, like, the implication is that furries are weird, which I don't think they intended, but was there. I mean, that, a lot of the time when people make fun of Sonic fans, they're making fun of autistic people. Yes. Yes. Or gays. Yes. Or both. Or both. Um, it was. Or both. I uh, like. It's not like. It's not like this episode was so bad that I unsubscribed from this podcast. But it did motivate me to be like, I could do a way better like dunking on Sonic the Hedgehog 2020 podcast. Are you gonna send this to them? No. What? <laughs> no. I mean, I have I have spoken to both of them on one or two occasions like they're very nice gentlemen the vibe of the fourth of july block party happening while we talk about sonic the hedgehog is fantastic anyway i just i was irritated at that that is the most irritated i've been at one of their podcasts in a while and i i was like i could do a great sonic the hedgehog 2020 podcast shit yeah we probably won't even dunk that much yeah um uh so i know what do you know about this movie Going in. I know that it has an extended Olive Garden bit. Yeah, I knew that. I know that they threaten to show you Sonic's feet, but they don't. I didn't know. I I forgot that. I listened to this whole podcast where they summarized the movie, and I've forgotten a lot of it. And I know that people are horny for Jim Carrey Robotnik. People are horny for Jim Carrey Robotnik, uh, which is unfortunate in many ways. Um... And I know that he hangs out with a cop the whole time. Yeah. This is the thing is that I know that Tails, you know, Miles, Tails, Prower. Um, oh, Spider-Man? What the fuck? Miles. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Miles, Tails, Morales. Shut up. Anyway, I know Tails shows up in the, like, after credits, like, teaser thing. Um, that's what I know about this movie is that the Olive Garden, uh, Olive Garden is not the only branding bit. No, I do. Know, I know that there is. Yeah, I knew there was a moment where like you get the origin story of Sonic's shoes. Um, uh-huh. uh, that's about all I know. So I'm excited to learn the rich tapestry of lore that is Sonic the Hedgehog 2020. Do do we think do we think um that this is going to be how do I want to put this good no we don't <laughs> think that do, can I, you look up while I'm trying to phrase this like how long this movie is sure um so do we think that this is going to be a pirates of the caribbean or do we think this is going to be a tron legacy it's an hour and 40 minutes so that's, can't hurt me. Can't hurt 
Yeah. Fast forward to Miyazaki, <laughs> Miyazaki walking out of the theater and smoking a cigarette and being like, I've been in there for six hours. So your question is, is this movie going to be good or completely boring? No. My question is, do we think that this movie will launch a beloved trilogy? Absolutely not. Do we think this movie will launch a trilogy? No. You think this is the last one? You think they're going to Prince Tron... of Persia? You think they're going to Tron Legacy this one and Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, no, that's fair. We yeah. should watch that Ratchet and Clank movie. We should do that as like the sequel to this. Like these movies don't go anywhere. Like the the space is there for someone to do like the video game based Marvel Cinematic Universe, I guess. But like Warcraft, like but none of these things actually hit with any kind of impact. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess I feel like even Detective Pikachu, which was commercially successful and fans really liked it, other than the whole bit about the you know thinking people in wheelchairs are all evil, um, like. Uh, Detective Pikachu was successful by, like, a couple different metrics, and I can see Detective Pikachu getting a sequel. I don't imagine it having, like, an impact. I mean, Detective Pikachu is also based on, I think, a book or maybe a manga? It's based on a video game. Oh, well, then there might be a manga of a video game. I... Google, Google Detective no, Pikachu. Don't fact check me on my podcast. No, I just want to know. I I would love to read a Detective Pikachu manga. Um, I guess not. Yeah, it was a 3DS game. I see. That game looks cute. <clears throat> I got a shorter, a downloadable version of the game called Great Detective Pikachu: Birth of a New Duo was released in Japan in February 2016. I got my 3DS emulator working. I should um, play that. Uh, any life stuff we want to talk about before we get into like the podcast? Like we go watch the movie. So, and... Supposedly the game is getting a sequel on the Switch. Cool, cute. So that was announced in a press conference a week after the film came out. So mm-hmm. fucking who knows when or if that'll happen. Um, you think if they make you think if they make the Sonic the Hedgehog 2, let's adjust for COVID and say 2023. I mean, if I were going to make a sequel to this, I would call it Sonic and Tails. And then the third one, I would call Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. That's what you do, right? Um, Colon, Silver's here too. <laughs> um, what was my question going to be? Okay, if they make a if they make a, a sequel to this, how many jokes do you think there are going to be about this being the last movie before COVID really hit? Because I think I haven't seen this movie, but I feel like it maybe has like a little like Deadpool ish like jokes about like being a Sonic movie sort of thing going on. That's my that's the idea I have it of it in my head, and so. Like, I, I think if they make a sequel, there's going to be COVID jokes in there. I am, I'm, the only thing I can think of is, 
a joke about, oh, new haircut, Sonic? Like, because of the redesign stuff. Like, he's gonna come out with, like... Well, well, you have right now reminded me of another thing that I remember from um, Ajax summarizing this movie. Like, the only thing is um, something like Dante with the wig and DMC. Do you want me to tell you, like, Sonic's, like, state of mind at the beginning of this film? No. Okay. I want a pure experience. Okay. Well, all you'll know is the Olive Garden jokes and Sonic feet. Honestly, it's kind of fucked up they didn't give us Sonic feet. Like, they... If you're making a Sonic movie, like, you had to know that's what, like, we want, you know? Not to... We want the feet? People want Sonic feet. (laughs) I'm telling you, people want this. I know. I'm just curious what what people's, like, most common interpretation of what Sonic's feet are. I like it better when they're all blue, but it makes maybe more sense to have it blue on top and, um, like, flesh tone on bottom. This raises the question of whether his palms are blue. Google Sonic the Hedgehog without gloves. Oh, here's, here's some art. Oh, no, he got stinky feet, but he has socks on, which is disappointing. Well, yeah, that's the that's the whole point. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So does he have toenails? Uh, oh, I've seen his feet from the movie. Wait, 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 wait. There's the crocodile. What's the crocodile's name? Vector, of course. How could I forget Vector? Um, they're washing their feet together. Oh, here we go. Classic Sonic from the cartoon. He has normal ass feet. Yeah. No blue from the no blue. Down. It almost looks like it almost looks look like he's wearing a jumpsuit. Um, it does kind of look like that. So, I need to see Sonic the Hedgehog hands. Yeah. You mean them hands? Oh, fuck this. It's just pictures of gloves. It's just, like, how to draw hands. How to draw Sonic's hand. It's, like, you know, style guides. Search without gloves. Oh my god, he doesn't have gloves in the movie? He just has white fur on his hands? I wonder if that's before the redesign. That might be. Hands, no gloves. Oh, he's got paws in that one. Here's. Oh, that's disgusting. That makes him look like an ape. <laughs> he's got human. Oh, he's got toenails and fingernails in this one. <laughs> Um, there's just one of him from Sonic Riders. It's just normal. It's a good look. Um, this is fascinating. Um, yeah, that is before the redesign. Yeah, there I, is. I liked the old Sonic before the redesign. There is a story about. Um, you like jazz. And I think this, I don't, I would have to go check, like, um, I would have to go double check, like, where this came from, but there is a story about, like, them bringing in, like, two people who, like, work at Sonic Team, and, like, like, the character designer and the game designer on Sonic the, on the first game, you know? Um, and those guys coming in and seeing this first Sonic the Hedgehog design and warning them, like, Fans are gonna be upset. Like I like this design. Why? 
I just do. I don't know. I mean, I like this design better than them sending all these people back to work for however fucking long. I just um, like it. I, I don't, don't know. I don't think they did much better. They did better, but not by much, for my estimation. I, I would just, I would rather it be a weird new thing and not just try to be actual, like, cartoon character Sonic. I mean, I also just disagree with the premise of making a Sonic the Hedgehog live-action film. I think No, you should just... do that just CG. You should do the Ratchet yeah. and Clank thing. Yeah, do the Ratchet and Clank. Do the... Maybe do better monetarily. Yeah, but, like, the selling point should be, like, like, it should just be a movie that tries to bridge the gap between kids who like Sonic Boom, um... I hate to tell you this. Uh-huh. Sonic Boom is older than you think. That's true. I was watching Game Grumps when Sonic Boom came out, so... <laughs> it's very old. Because <laughs> I watched Game Grumps play Sonic Boom. But I think they still make Sonic Boom stuff, don't they? Uh, it ran from 2014 to 2017. Okay. Um... So I guess kids could still be watching it on reruns. It just seems like... It seems older than that, right? Wait, hold on. Let me see that again. The series premiered in November 2014. Yeah, which would have been when I was watching Game Grumps. I was watching it in my first dorm in college. Just the juxtaposition of the Sonic Boom cartoon and Gamergate is just stuck in my head now. Okay. Let me look... Franchise Sonic the Hedgehog. I want to see what's going on with Sonic the Hedgehog in 2020. Um, Sonic, the Team Sonic Racing, Sonic Mania was, Sonic Mania was big-ish. Uh, the thing is, the thing is that I think, I, I don't have any data or like, uh, to, to back this up, but I think games like Sonic Forces and Sonic Boom must do well because they keep making them. They keep making these games for kids and not necessarily for people who grew up on the Sega Genesis. I think, I think like, if I was gonna make a Sonic movie, I would make a CG movie um, that was, I would maybe do like Sonic Generations as a movie, but Sonic Boom is also there maybe. Maybe that's what you do. That's weird. I don't you do, know. I think you do Sonic Generations as a movie. And so you try to... Cause you, and you, here's the thing. Is you don't need to introduce old Sonic. You don't. But what you do is you say, Hey, Spider-Verse was a huge hit. We're going to do Spider-Verse for Sonic. Hedgeverse. And so you get... The Hogiverse. So you have the old shit for, for fans who are like, Oh, the Sonic Adventure ruined the franchise. I will I will retract my last two jokes and instead offer you Sonic colon Enter the Hog. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think we've done enough intro. Yeah. Um, what started as a sound test has now become a 23-minute podcast, so we're going to hit you with some interstitial music, maybe something Sonic-y. Oh, oh, you know what else? Since this, since this is inspired by me being annoyed at um, movie fighters, do we want to do uh, one of their segments before they go to the musical interlude, a snack situation? Or is there anything you're going to be eating while we podcast? No. Or while we watch the movie? 
No. Okay. I might have a Dr. Pepper. I'm gonna have my green juice. Uh-huh. Um, I might nibble some more of my pad thai. I don't know. You never ate um, that second donut. That's true. I didn't. Yeah. We should. You have to go to the donuts place so that we can podcast about the donuts place because it's <laughs> fucking magical and weird. And I need someone to talk. Donuts are too sweet. I can't eat two of them. Well, you should have told me that before I went and got donuts. Well, I forgot that this is that donut place. So. Oh. There. I always want two donuts. I ate two donuts. I don't give a shit. I'm ready to die. I had Oreos like two hours later, too. Oreos are great. I love Oreos. I'm actually getting hungry now. I'm kind of getting hungry. <laughs> shit. I'm going to eat my pad thai. Do we, maybe we'll go to the gas mart and then we'll um, watch the movie. <laughs> Maybe. I don't really feel like going out. It's fair. So. We're going to stop recording now. Okay. Uh, we'll... You don't have to sign off. They're just going to hear 30 seconds of, like, sonic music. And... Well, I'm going to export this chunk anyway. Okay, fair. Um, and so, I will do a sign off. You don't have to say, like, keep it flaming or anything. They're just going to hear 30 seconds I of I just wanted and... to come up with a cute little Sonic-themed sign-off. Uh, got a jet. No? What? That's not... That's not what Sonic says. <laughs> um... I think he says, gotta go fast in this movie. Probably. I would believe that. Um, can we talk about my distaste for Sonic Dreams collection as a like cultural product? Sure, I guess. I thought that I think like <laughs> <laughs> I was I, just gonna close the recording one. <laughs> I like um Bubsy 3D a lot, like that um the Arcane Kids Bubsy game. Um I like that a lot. Um and I really felt like Sonic Dreams Collection was kind of trading in on the same bit, but for a much more popular um, franchise. Um, what's it called? It's Google Bubsy James Terrell. This might be. Yeah, this is Bubsy 3D. Here we go. I'm on Polygon.com now. Always a mistake. Fucking hate that place. But... Arcane Kids did, like, a really weird Bubsy game. Bubsy 3D, Bubsy visits the James Turrell retrospective. Yeah, where Bubsy just goes to an art museum. Uh, I like that game a lot. It's really fucking weird. Um, and I felt like Sonic Dreams Collection was kind of the same bit, but just dialed up to 11 and with a more popular franchise. Um, and also, like, putting Sonic Impreg in Sonic Dreams Collection kind of guarantees it, like, this, like this funny thing to laugh at. Um, There's also the part where you have to position cameras around the two hedgehogs that are fucking. Yeah. Like, I just feel like it is... Um, I feel like both games are just trying to, like, get your attention and get people to, like, post about it. But, like, I felt like Dreams Collection was going too far. Especially with the whole goofy-ass thing where you had to, like... like you had to know someone who knew how to get Dreams Collection because you had to get into a Tumblr or something. And you had to have a password for a Tumblr so you could go download a file or something. I just felt like it was too much. 
Dreams Collection like just reinforced this dumb narrative about what Sonic fans like, which I don't even I'm not even convinced that Arcane Kids were Sonic fans when they made that. Uh, whereas I felt very confident that someone there really did like Bubsy. <laughs> uh, I hate looking at Brian David Gilbert's face. Which one? There's two of them here. I hate him. He should pay my fucking rent. That would be great. There, there's people on Polygon doing, uh, I guess, actual play of Cyberpunk. The tabletop game, which is a choice. That's a choice. <clears throat> we outing? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's cut off the recording. Uh, but until uh, we're gonna come back, having stuffed our bellies with snacks a little bit, mm-hmm. and seen the twenty twenty classic. Sonic the Hedgehog. The last movie they're ever going to make. Uh, directed by Werner Herzog. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> if you look at the hedgehog, you can see I his eyes. to see the hedgehog. <laughs> and in his eyes, he has a need uh, for speed. A need for speed. <laughs> <laughs> it is an addiction to motion. <laughs> of a high-speed impact is more palpable than his need to survive. (laughs) He does not eat. He consumes the rings. He pursues this wealth. Material possessions that he carries with him will not save him from his sins. <laughs> anyway, uh, keep like it between me or child. <laughs> I like to see the baby. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> the baby always. <laughs> the Bulba, the Chronicle Asher of Star Wars. <laughs> He has a rivalry with a child. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Vote on your phones during the interlude, but Anakin, Kid Anakin Skywalker versus Uso, who's the better gamer? Like, Uso's canonically a gamer. Do you think that Anakin, because Anakin gets okay. all those cups on the, on the screen... Do you think they go, like, what do you think they're playing? Like, are, I, let's imagine them going head-to-head. Obvious answer is, like, you know, Forza, or... I think... The... <laughs> the, ob- <laughs> the fireworks are going. The obvious answer is Forza, but the answer Why? I would like to... Because it's racing, and Uso's a pilot. I get the it. answer what? I would like to posit is... Uh, Counter-Strike 1.6. I do like the idea of them getting into the, uh, racer arcade machines. Yeah. It's like a pilot seat. Yeah. Um, but no, I want them to play, like, some, the, the fucking, uh, what's the Tetris with the goo where you do special attacks? Oh, 
It's not blocks. They're like, Puyo Puyo. Yeah. Um, or or even like the Street Fighter. Oh yeah, no, they would definitely go to town on Super uh, Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. I think is the, sure that uh, one. Puzzle Fighter. Half of the people listening to this know what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, there's also you know, Curly uh, is a big proponent of Puyo Puyo Tetris, which is like a Switch game that came out a couple of years ago. Which is like combines Puyo Puyo and Tetris was a fighting game. Like Curly is firmly of that opinion. So I just think that they would get really into. I think they're more of like we lost shoot. internet. Wow. So hopefully the movie's still downloading. We'll see. Um, until next time, keep racing. Supersonic racing, gotta keep your feet right on the ground. Na, 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 supersonic racing. I couldn't remember like the. <laughs> um, we should not be podcasting in this environment. It's fine. It's the vibes are great. I love this. Uh, we're gonna go check on that download, folks. But in the meantime, keep. We've done this so many times. I I can't get a good sign off. Uh, rings. <laughs> Until next time, live and learn. Chaos control. I had a good one.
back. It is 10.18 in the p.m. Autumn is a sleepy little cat. That's so true. When you think about it, I'm just a little cat and I'm very sleepy. Just fin... This is how people know that you're a small cat. It's because you posted about it incessantly and now you say it on the podcast that you're a small cat. I'm just a small cat. We oh. have just watched Sonic the Hedgehog play <laughs> 20. are so much more intense than I am I'm right ready now. to fucking go. Okay. I just watched a Jim Carrey movie. Of course I'm ready to go. Okay, so the I think this, is infectious. I, I, this is where I disagree. I think this is our biggest divide on this movie is that I don't really enjoy Jim Carrey's <laughs> whole deal. It's a little bit... I, I When watching him, I often get that feeling of like when you're watching like a sitcom... And a character does something really embarrassing, mm-hmm. and then you get that secondhand embarrassment. I also feel that for Jim Carrey, just mm-hmm. watching Jim Carrey. But it does, like, I loved Jim Carrey as a child. Yeah, I liked The Mask as a kid. Never uh, seen it. I liked Ace Ventura. Never seen it. What fucking Jim Carrey movies did you like? I don't. What? Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey. Movies. I mean, the thing is that I really like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, the one where he's not funny. Truman Show, another one where he's not funny. I really liked Bruce Almighty as a kid. That was probably my yeah, favorite Yeah, I a also kid. liked that a lot, until the one time my mom was watching it with us, and she heard the word fuck, and then she was like, oh, no, no, no. Um, so, movies that I liked with Jim Carrey in them would have been things like, definitely uh, Bruce Almighty. Liar, liar. Also, how do you feel about Batman Forever? Forever, yeah. liar, liar. Yeah, Batman Forever, and also Grinch. Grinch was a was a. Can you? One. So, so the the big the big split between you and I is that I cannot sanction his buffoonery, right? <laughs> um, but meanwhile, I loved a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, that's a decent movie, even though they changed the story. Like I, in terms of adaptation, that's like a pretty decent movie. As a kid. I was profoundly upset by how much they changed the movie. Right, but as, as I have, like, changed and grown, I have cared less about changing source material in an adaptation. I haven't seen it since, you know, it was in the theaters and I was a kid. And I mean, it has a better ending than the books do. I mean, like, that movie came out in 2004. The Aragon movie probably came out at the same time, and I remember not liking the Aragon movie as a kid. But then we watched it last year, and you loved it. <laughs> it's a time. It's 2006 for Aragon. That movie is the most homoerotic movie of its time, but then in the future, the, all those characters end up being revealed to be related to each other in later books. Yeah. It's a, so that's a weird... It's a weird thing. How do you even make Aragon movies about, like... How do you even finish, like, making those movies? Like, you can't. No, they changed too much in the first one. And also, it did bad, and no one liked it. Yeah. Had an Avril Lavigne song in it, though. Is it, people also ask, is there going to be an Aragon 2 movie? Okay. Do we want to summarize the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? <sighs> okay. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to... Lean over you. I'm gonna pull up Sonic the Hedgehog 2020. Do you want to steal a bit or a, a segment from another podcast for this? Sure. Because the podcast uh, I don't even own a television has plot in 60 seconds, where you have 60 seconds to summarize the, the plot of the movie, and you just fucking go. I tried to do that uh, on Aeroplane yesterday or two days ago, 
with um, The Cat Returns, which is great, but is the most nothing movie of all time, and I couldn't do it. I was going into, like, every single detail that didn't fucking matter at all. So I can't do that. Do you, do you want to do plot in 60 seconds, or I'll just start reading from the uh, Wikipedia, and we'll, you can interrupt. Sonic is a baby hedgehog living in paradise. I'm, I'm going to put the timer on you. If we're going to do this... Stopwatch. Okay. You go. Now. Sonic is a baby hedgehog in Green Hill Zone. It's a paradise. He has an owl mom. She's kind of like Obi-Wan Kenobi. If Obi-Wan Kenobi had feathers and ate mice. Uh, she gets shot and he escapes into Earthland because people want his superpowers. And he uh, watches everybody for a while and learns about humans. And he really wants to be friends, and then he meets the cop, and he wants to be friends with him, and then everyone is after him because he made a, bl a blackout happen, and they go, and they have to find his rings that let him leave the planet, and they find the rings, and they fight Dr. Robotnik, and Dr. Robotnik wants to steal his powers for his robot, but they defeat him and send him to the mushroom planet. I think he could have explained how he made a blackout happen, but other than that, he, he ran 40... Forty-six seventy-seven on that. He, he ran around really, really fast. He got electric powers that I assume they will like do exposition about in the sequel. I really expected them to do supersonic. Yeah, no, it was kind of bum. I mean, it makes sense. He didn't have the chaos emeralds. Yeah, but fuck it, it's an adaptation. Yeah. Like I expected him to at the end to actually be supersonic. Yeah. Uh, but you know, whatever. This was a cool movie. Yeah, um, I I kind of came in with about the lowest dog shit expectations that one can have. Um, and I was like, oh, that movie was cute. I it's had a cute good... movie. Like, in terms of, like, cringy kids movies, like, there's way worse movies coming out in the same year. Like, yeah. Or last year. Like, it's contemporary with a lot of way worse kids movies. And this is, like, just a normal movie, I feel like. Yeah, um... I feel like it, and this is probably a trend in, like, kids' movies that I just am not totally, like, aware of, but it does, it's very heavy on the pop culture references. Show oh, yeah, that's, that's a kids' movie Like, thing. bam, 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 just, uh, like, hitting. I feel like it wasn't as, I mean, by pop culture, do you mean Olive Garden? No, well, here's the, so here's the thing, is that, like, Sonic quotes movies and stuff, but none of them are movies that a kid in 2020 watching Sonic the Hedgehog Yeah, it's only for the par parents, which it's is what, weird. What a fucking weird movie to pull from. Um, okay, so so here's the thing that I, I noticed um, at the end, was that um, in the credits, it plays this really, really cool animation um, that kind of summarizes the movie. Right? Yeah, it gives you the hits of the like, the set pieces. And so, like... And also, it's animated like a 16-bit Mega, yeah. Mega Man? Yeah. What's it called? Sonic the Hedgehog. And almost all of those cool animations come from, like, the first half of the movie. And I feel like there's a lot of re really f fun and funny bits all through the first half of the movie. 
And then it kind of just becomes a long chase sequence. Yeah, that's true. I feel like everything just... from when he they jump off the tower to when they get back to the Green Hills town and have their showdown is like it's interesting, but you could trim a lot of that. Yeah, I feel like this is a, uh, an hour forty. I feel like you could get to an hour thirty, probably. You could definitely cut like ten minutes from this movie. But like, and 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 so to tie it into what I was saying, the start of this movie really inundates you with all the jokes that they expect you to remember. You know. Well, that's because it's for kids, and kids might turn it off after a while. Right, like kid, a, a child might literally get bored after thirty minutes, and so they put all the favorite jokes that like the kids are gonna say to each other, like. Yeah, that uh, makes sense to me. Yeah, and so like early on, you get like Men in Black and like Speed and um. Oh right, there is a Men in Black reference, but like again, I guess that is. For the parents, but like, it's weird because like that's kind of the only ones, right? I felt like it was a lot. I'm having trouble remembering right now, but I felt like there was a lot of pop culture. The thing that I noticed way more than that is the like Marvelification of dialogue. Oh yeah, for sure. They're constantly quipping. That's just that's just in that's just what movies are now. Yeah, they just quip, 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 quip. Um, Yeah, it is a child, but it's not mine. It's. This movie was way funnier than I thought it was going to be. Like those, a lot of those jokes did land for me. Maybe because they they were just shooting so many of them. That was what I was going to say. Is that like I laughed at this movie a pretty fair amount, but I also kind of felt like, you know, if you've got a joke every minute, like yeah, some of them are going to hit. You're telling a hundred jokes, you and know? some of them I didn't even realize were jokes. I thought they were just goofy character stuff. But I guess for a kids movie, that is a joke. It, the first line of this movie is like, not the first line, but like the second line of this movie is like, she's like if Obi-Wan Kenobi um, ate mice. <laughs> and then there's like two more pop culture references. Well, before that, there's him saying, yeah. Uh, you may be wondering how I got here. No, no. it's uh, He talks about how it's so cool that he doesn't have a school on his island. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh, so... I feel like, what do we say about, what is there to say about Sonic the Hedgehog 2020? Well, so, let's, I, I, what are our highs for this movie? Highs, a lot of the visual design is very good. I think a lot of the effects with Sonic and his powers are awesome. Robotnik's whole deal, all of his robots and his, like, character design and his, like, uh, costuming is all very good. Uh... Like, just visually, this is a cool-looking movie. Yeah, um, I am very, like, critical of, like, modern trends and, like, how movies look. Um, and this is very much up my alley of what I would criticize. I think this, um, in the same way that Detective Pikachu does... Um, you just want to touch it? You just want to touch... I do want to touch Sonic. Yeah. Uh, not as badly as I want to touch every Pokemon from Detective Pikachu, but... But you weren't distracted by the texture of Sonic in this movie. Yeah. I mean, I think I've said this on the podcast before. Genuinely don't know what happens yeah. in Detective Pikachu because I was so busy looking at Pokemon all the time that I forgot the plot. Um, uh, I love looking at the Pokemon in that movie. <laughs> I yeah. just want to touch them all. 
Anyway, anyway. Um, I think that people have solved the uh, how to visualize video game in the movie. Like, that thing well, is like... The, the thing that I guess um, I would say about this movie is that I am very, like, down on how most movies look these days. And um, the thing that I'll say to this movie's credit was that, like... Um, I don't think it was trying to look real. Like, I think it was perfectly fine with, like, there's going to be a weird-looking hedgehog on the screen at all times. We're just going to, like, color correct the hell out of everything. Everything's going to look digital and green-screened and on sets. Especially... They just were okay with that aesthetic. They yes. weren't trying to mask it. And ever. part of that is probably like, Jim Carrey will not be a fi- appearing in this film. No, no. He is never on screen with another, like, named character. He's on screen it's with a couple with other... His his assistant. Yeah. But and otherwise, his scenes were filmed months later and green screened in, and I think that helps the, the movie. The, the scene where I think the movie looks worse is like... Um, a scene where J- James Marston, is that who it is? James. We we got so obsessed with this okay. guy no. at one point. This is James Marsden. Is he is he Cyclops? He's Cyclops. I don't, I don't, I don't know. X-Men. Yeah. Oh shit, he's Cyclops. Yeah, because we kept getting we during the White Lotus days we kept getting obsessed with this guy and Jason Marsden and could never remember which one was Cyclops and which one was oh, Max. Shit, Duke. this is Cyclops. I love this movie. I never <laughs> recognize that. He looks like he looks like dollar store Tom Cruise in most of this movie and a lot of shots, but specifically because he's he's starting to look older in the way that Tom Cruise does. Uh-huh. He still has a very uh, tight face. Yeah. Okay. So but anyway. We're talking about things that we like in this movie. Um, I like the way it looks. I think the scene where it looks worst, and I posted a screenshot of this on Twitter, is uh, a scene where they try to put James Marsden and Jim Carrey in this shot, even though they were definitely not in the same building even once, and it looks bad. It does look bad. Um, but I... I, I'm saying the thing I didn't like during the thing we're doing the segment where we talk about what we like and the thing yeah. that I like is how this movie looks yeah. generally. It's very blue and green. Um, well, that's the two colors of Sonic right. the Hedgehog. Right. They, they do not do... They do the blue and orange thing but not quite so intensely as every movie does. The biggest blue and orange thing is him in the sand doing those... Him in, him in the sand, and I noticed it a couple times on James Marsden's face in the San Francisco scene, where they were just, like, just clearly color-correcting the shit out of his face. Um, uh, so, the thing about... Um, it's 2020, and we have ideology now, and that, you know... The, the secret menace of children's movies is laid bare Okay, to well, us. So, so I was going to do a segment that was the good, the bad, and then the themes. And the fascist. <laughs> <laughs> so do we, do we want to talk okay, about... what's bad about this movie? Nothing. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I am not smitten with Jim Carrey like you are. I know. Um, I, I do sanction his buffoonery when he's not being Jim Carrey. 
Because Jim Carrey the man, I'm not a fan of. Oh, Jim Carrey the weird anti-vaxxer man, I am a noted <laughs> fan of. Uh, I will. I think about tetrahedrons every oh, day. Oh, <laughs> Weird, awful, nightmare human, Republican, anti-vaxxer, shitlord Jim Carrey. I... I'm not a fan of him in the sense that, like, I like him, but I think about him a lot. <laughs> well, I have lots of those. Uh, this is arguably your relationship with George Lucas. In us, from a certain point of view. <laughs> uh, he's just so weird. I like that guy. He's a weird guy. He's, he's racist and weird. And artsy, uh-huh. but he never does art anymore. Uh-huh. Or if he does, it's not for public consumption. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some shit when he, like, dies and suddenly, like, unreleased things he's made in the last ten years are, like, put out. You know, like, uh, Tolkien. Yeah. He's basically the modern Tolkien, is what I'm saying. George Lucas is the modern Tolkien. I got into, uh, watching a fantasy... There's a YouTuber I watch who covers fantasy books... Uh, I say I watch this. I watched two of his videos today. I got so mad at him because he was doing... I, I watched... He did uh, his top ten fantasy series ever. First of all, he had six honorable mentions. <laughs> Second of all, he got to number two. Number two was Cosmere, and I feel like it's cheating. You need to say, like, Mistborn yeah. or Stormlight. But he cheated and said Cosmere. That's fine. And then... I'd watched two of his other videos before that, and he he every single video he's talking about Wheel of Time. He was wearing a Wheel of Time shirt in the video, <laughs> so he gets to two, and he's like, "Ha, psych! Wheel of Time is number zero. Of course, that's my favorite thing." Like blah 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 blah. And then he went to number one. And he's Lord of the Rings, and I was booing at my screen. I was like, "Fuck oh. you! <laughs> <laughs> Just say Wheel of Time, damn it!" <laughs> um, How do you put whatever? Whatever what? I was going to say, well, how do you put Lord of the Rings that high? I think it's, it's good. Those books are good, obviously. But I don't like those books. I read Fellowship and was like, this sucks. I like the Hobbit. I want to do a reread, but like... I would I would love to go into those books open-minded. Yeah. Um, anyway. It's, a, it's on our bucket list. We're, we're here to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Here's the thing I didn't like about Sonic the Hedgehog. He spends the whole movie being like, oh, I don't have friends. If only I had any friends. Or like a legion of furries. Oh, won't we will me? I'm the hedgehog. No one to be friends with. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, hedgehog. (laughs) Adorable boy. I'm just a sad little hedgehog. (laughs) Won't someone be friends with me? I'll just play baseball by myself, I guess. I'll be every world of the baseball. I'll be my coach and my catcher and my pitcher and my mom. And I'm just a shallow hedgehog. And no one loves me. And it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But only Sonic's defining feature is that he's got a million fucking friends. (laughs) That's his thing. That's That's the thing people complained about for years. Is that, oh, I just want to play a Sonic game. Why are all these gay furries here? (laughs) Like, that was the thing. Even up to when Colors came out, people were like, oh, they don't have any of the animals. And they still gave him weird little Pokemon friends. Like, people hated that for a while online. 
the places that hated mm. Sonic, aka hated furries, aka hated gays. Yes. Um. And, and so, the, the the like, I feel like this movie does not play to the strengths of Sonic the goddamn Hedgehog as a media property. That's true. Um, and I feel like it, it is just slotting Sonic into a story that uh, could be any other movie. I think this movie is entertaining. I think it's funny. I think some of the action is neat. But, like, this is not markably different from any MCU, Deadpool, uh, Detective Pikachu. Like, it is not markedly different from any other. What is the property you could slot in instead of Sonic? The smoothest to what already exists. I think Deadpool. I think you could do this as a Deadpool. You think Deadpool shows up and is a four-foot-tall Deadpool... (laughs) He's running around with this cop. Um, you could do this. Could be a Howard the Duck movie. This could be a Powerpuff Girls movie. This could be a Powerpuff Girls movie. <laughs> Where Mojo and Jojo is like a government experiment. Yeah, this could be. You could. There just, was a Powerpuff Girls movie. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Um, you could do this as a as a Mickey Mouse movie. Ooh. <laughs> But he knows the darkness portals from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> and so the, the thing that I like oh about God, the, the, the Mickey funny... Mouse thing is fucking me up because I can't imagine Mickey Mouse as anything that isn't either the like like established Mickey Mouse of Disney canon and like he would never be a fish out of water because he's Mickey fucking Mouse. Uh-huh. Right? Versus like the only other Mickey Mouse that I know of which is King Mickey... Which still wouldn't work. He's a war criminal. He's a, he's a war criminal. But, like, he, he also doesn't have enough of a character to support a whole movie. No. So I'm just thinking about this new characterization of Mickey Mouse. Like, this would be, like, Wallace more than Mickey, right? This could be a Bugs Bunny movie. This could be a Bugs Bunny movie! Um. And the the... I think Bugs Bunny is actually the best pull. That's probably that is because probably it, the best instead pull of thing. instead of um, super speed, you just say he's got. I'm a cartoon character. Yeah. powers. <laughs> got, yeah. His powers are exactly. being a cartoon character, and he can do all the same things that Sonic does because he's a cartoon character. And he's you know here from really Toontown. Town. You know what I really think would could be like really fun and good, what? a live action Yu Gi Oh movie. Oh yeah, that would, I think that would be that would really rip. fun. That would rip. They, they'll never do it because who the fuck cares about Yu-Gi-Oh? Like Yu-Gi-Oh Prime, twenty twenty. Like, on the one hand, that's the only Yu-Gi-Oh that a lot of people care about uh-huh. because of like nostalgia and like also nostalgia for the Yu-Gi-Oh the Abridged series. Yeah, uh, I really want to watch those n- newer Yu-Gi-Ohs because Olivia's really sold me on some of them. I feel like, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like if they made a live-action Yu-Gi-Oh! movie, they they owe Little Karibo a special thanks in the credit, at least, He'll if not a consulting. Movie. He'll be in that movie. Yeah. He'll be a cameo. God, 
what if little Karibo did a Stan Lee cameo? <laughs> I'm just imagining they go into a shop and he's there playing a game. Uh-huh. And he's like, wait, 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 did you just summon a bunch of monsters on the same turn? <laughs> and that's and then they keep they like it's a panning shot and they, they keep moving. But that's it, he's there. <laughs> you pan past me, he's like, card games on motorcycles? What are you talking about? <laughs> they don't, I don't know that they say that. Uh huh. Um, but like, yeah, yeah. I, there's no way that I, I, any new like Yu-Gi-Oh original content gets made that doesn't like like they the the Yu-Gi-Oh brand matters in twenty 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 solely because what is it you say? <laughs> I came. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that I love about Sonic are not here. He eats a chili dog. That's it. He runs. You see a, a really pretty looking green hill zone. You see, like, at the start of the movie, they have an owl. Mm-hmm. And on the one hand, I was like, what the fuck is this owl doing here? Why wouldn't you put in any other co- character from Sonic the Hedgehog? And on the other hand, I had this brief moment of no, this is great. They're bringing in a new animal friend yeah. just for the movie, and then they immediately kill her. So it kind of... I mean, she could be alive. We didn't see her die. Shrug. She went off into that... She did... She teleported... She used another ring to go into that Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> 300. <laughs> that so, is Zack Snyder, right? Yes, that is Zack Snyder. Uh... I, I feel like a good way to maybe seg from, um... I just want to pick... Yeah, this is what I wanted. I wanted Zack Snyder with an owl. <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, this also looks like a card from Ruterra. <laughs> um, um, so, so, to seg maybe from, we did good, do you have more, more bad... Um, you liked this movie a lot more than I did. I liked this movie a lot more than you did, and I, I guess, still give this movie like three stars. Like all of my bads are going to be in the next segment. Like, so, so I, I didn't, I didn't find this movie annoying. Mm-hmm. Really, I didn't find it cringe or like horrible or you know, it's this just you know, I, it's a fun movie. Every criticism I have that is negative, almost every criticism I have that is negative, is is wrapped up in, like, themes that would be in most kids' movies. So let's move on to themes. Um, <clears throat> and, and something that I want to address is that 
also in that scene with the new owl character was um, a bunch of echidnas. And since Sonic Adventure 1, the echidnas have had, like, coding as, like, native characters. Yes. This was gross. This was gross. Also, Sonic Adventure 2... No, never mind. I was going to say they get away from that. They don't. No, I don't think they do. Uh, it's not as bad as Crash Bandicoot. No. <clears throat> or, remember when they made a TV show for Attack and the Power of Juju? Christ! But, like, I imagine that if you wanted a Sonic to get away from that, I have to assume that the comics are, like, oh, yeah, not yeah. doing that. Um... We talking about uh, the IDW or the Archie comics? So Archie uh, published Sonic comics from 1992 to like 2018. I want to say it was the longest running series in American comics, um, uninterrupted uh, at one time. Um, um, And it it developed a really complicated continuity. And because it was running from 1992 to 2018, um, uh, like, I imagine a lot of that stuff is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the IDW comics was started in 2018 when IDW got that license, has a lot of the same creative folks behind it. Um, and so I guess it's then a question of, do those people not notice or care about the weird native imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was another, like, joke about indigenous people, like, 20 minutes later that really got under my skin. I can't remember what it was now, though. Uh, I don't remember. It got under my skin, but I can't I remember. remember you said, you, you, I remember that you, like, you made note of it mm-hmm. verbally as we were watching, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was. Mm-hmm. I also feel like this movie is trying to score some points by having um, the so the, the main guy is married, uh, and it felt very cynical that like it felt cynical the way that they cast a black woman in that role because she still. It felt like a thing There's that... two black women in the movie. Uh-huh. One of them is unreasonable and angry all the time. Yeah. And the yes. other one uh, is... The like, good one. Yeah, the quote-unquote good one who, like, acts all, like, I guess, chill and normal and talks with a little bit of a different uh, dialect. Ta- talks with, <clears throat> like... I, uh... I feel wildly out of my lane commenting on it, but, like, if you watch the movie, like, you can hear it, and you maybe will have the vocabulary that I don't have right now. It it was just, like, a thing that stuck out, and I was like, okay, I'm seeing this, I think, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. And it felt like... (sighs) I don't know. It just sucks because, like, she is still not a character. She is just the woman on screen. Yes. And there are four characters in this movie. It just, I guess the thing that bothers me is, like, imagining the, I've been reading discourse all weekend about, like, who is not allowed to call themselves a lesbian, 
and it is reminding me of all and and the release of Hamilton on Disney Plus. All this like okay. Tumblr representation discourse uh-huh. is swirling okay. around in my brain, and I can so clearly see like ten thousand reblogs. Um, no one is talking about how the Sonic the Hedgehog movie has an interracial couple, and this is so important. Clapping emojis. Um, and she's still just a woman who does not get to say or do anything of note in the film. Uh, like, um, yeah, it doesn't, it, it feels cynical and it feels worse when, like every time her sister is on screen. This is also the movie where, um, I feel like... I don't know if this is literally true for all the games, but classically, my understanding has always been that Sonic was voiced by a black guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's always literally been true, but the one I can name, the mm-hmm. one voice of Sonic I can name, is not a white guy. Mm-hmm. In this movie, he is voiced by a white guy. Uh-huh. Um, and... I solicited questions, and M just texted me. I don't have an email, but Austin tweeted uh, once about this movie. That's not my Sonic, that's White Sonic, and I think about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the fire- By the way, it's 4th of July, um, and the fireworks are, are going... Uh, that's almost as loud as we are on the, on the podcast. Uh, please enjoy that. Uh, you know, the I guess that was the end of it, maybe. We we should have just recorded this in the morning, but we just had the energy tonight. And Also, I told you I wanted to do it, and you were like, oh, good. <laughs> um, because I, it was like, honey, it's 4 a.m., it's time for your podcast. You were like, yes, honey. <laughs> like that meme. I haven't taken my medicine yet today. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, this is not even like the main... Thing that we wanted to talk about with themes. This yeah. is just another thing. That there is like, like racial stereotypes in this movie, and I don't mean in the like, like Aunt Jemima's not in this movie. <laughs> um, right. Only in the like, like people are fitting into roles that are like very well established for like. Um, these are none of these people are characters. No one in this movie is a character except the main character. Except Sonic. Except Sonic and James Marsden is kind of a character. And Robotnik. Yeah. Everyone else is sort of this archetype. And then there's also, like, the scene where they basically... They basically call James Marsden... Yeah. James Marsden. They basically call him a faggot in the bar. Yes. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to mention the scene where... um, Robotnik is, I think, intentionally pronouncing his name as Tom Tom Wachowski. Yes, he, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he says Wachowski at one point. I think he says it twice in the same conversation, in the same shot. Which I hope that was ad libbed. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's the scene in the bar where they're like, "We don't like your kind," and they're like, "Our kind," and they're like, "Hipsters." Yeah, like which, like we don't like your kind around here. As a line, already has a racial connotation by a person who looked like that. Yeah, spoken spoken by a character who is like large, wide, bald, bearded, Planned. white, 
plaid, white, trucker hat. Yeah. Like, you know. this guy is also, like, the extra in the prison movie who's, like, better not drop the soap or something. Like, it's the same... Yeah. Um, but on top of that, it's, like, it's... We've just had a montage of two guys. Just dudes Just growing down. Yeah, and one of them is a very well-kept man uh-huh with some nice with a nice shirt uh-huh and he's very very tight very groomed very tight shirt mm-hmm. and it's like i think there's some extra coating going on here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then and then there's like the scene toward the end like well okay there's one scene where james marston tucks sonic in and then the next morning uh sonic is like you tuck me in we're friends <laughs> Um, and it's like, bro, we're just friends. Like, bro, I just tucked you in. I didn't mean bro. it like that, bro. And then there's, like, the scene, uh, as they think that Sonic is going to go to... Oh, there's a... There's a bit where Sonic is, like, having to go to the Mushroom Planet, and he doesn't like the Mushroom Planet. I think it's a Mario joke. I think joke. it's a Mario joke, because he's like, nothing but mushrooms. Smelly, smelly mushrooms. Anyway, um... So the, 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 the... Oh, yeah, there's this scene, like, where he's like, okay, finally, I'm gonna go to the Mushroom Planet now. Um, uh, Him and James Marsden are like, we're not, we're not, like... We're not cute. We're we're not cute. We're not gays. We're, we're bros, and we just, we're loose cannon cops that play by our own rules, and our our rules are just being emotionally honest and intimate with each other, and it's just like... (laughs) I can also imagine the Tumblr post is like, we should talk about how this movie like has positive male friendships and like non-toxic masculinity. Sonic is non-toxic masculinity. Uh, Sonic is a child. He doesn't know what masculinity is. Yeah, that's the that's the I mean, he extremely knows what masculinity is in this movie. <laughs> that's the thing is that like at the end, um, when Sonic moves in with them, I can't tell if Sonic is just their bestie who's, like, crashing upstairs, or if Sonic is their child now that they've adopted. <laughs> it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Um, God, that's loud. Well, you know, fuck the 4th of July, we're here to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog and how fascist the movie is. Let's wait for some of this to go by, and then we'll... Okay. So this movie loves cops. This movie loves cops. Uh, This movie is about how um, drone warfare and San Francisco tech bros um, are putting, like, good, hardworking American boys out of... The troops and our officers who are protecting our towns... um, uh, like, their part, like, th- their, their jobs are getting taken away from them, they're getting emasculated, um, they're setting off fireworks. <laughs> I mean, this is the worst podcast ever, just no, sound quality wise. It is not. We did record a podcast in a hotel bed once. And we recorded one where you were in the car one time. Yes. I was in a drive-thru. Yeah. Um, anyway... The tech bros are stealing jobs from the hard-working troops. Yeah. Drone warfare is bad because it means that the troops don't have, won't have jobs anymore. Yes. That's just a little, little, little tidbit. And it's these fucking poindexters, not like these, 
you look at these like beautiful, grizzled, hardworking men, um, like they have honor. Not like these tech people. Look, just they're just they're all sit, they're... sit in their car and and and, and kill, <laughs> kill people in foreign countries. But also, you know, he, he's a cop because he wants to help people. He wants to protect people. Yes, yes. This and is so very he wants to move... into the fabric of the like the moral of the movie is this is that he wants to protect people. So he wants to apply. To be a cop in a big city, so where he can really make a difference, instead of a small town where he's already a pivotal, like part of the community, which doesn't make any sense unless you believe in like law enforcement as a form of protection of any kind. This is like the thing that he's fantasizing about, and the movie never says this is a bad fantasy. Just that um, he is like he. Uh, is better staying at home than um, moving. Um, the movie never says this fantasy is bad, but basically what he's dreaming of is like, you know, it, arresting someone for a drug violation and like getting them out of a bad situation, you know, like, or... I think his dream is to shoot somebody. His dream is to shoot... His dream is to shoot somebody. He loves that trick gun. He, he wants someone... To give him a 911 call and him to roll up with a gun and be like, we're the police, we're here to protect the good guys and, and stop the bad guys. Like, that's the thing that he wants. He really wants it. Um, and instead, he that fantasy is not a bad thing to want. But the thing that he realizes, what's m- even more important, in not going to San Francisco to, um, you know, like, be a street cop... But instead, like, he's the sheriff of his small town, and it's just a couple hundred people, and he really matters to these people, and he knows everybody, and, you know, um, he shows up randomly at this farmer's barn, and this guy is like, hey, can you help me? My cow's about to give birth. And he's like, yeah, I do it all the time. And, like, he's like, oh, I clean out all the citizens' gutters. That's not what cops fucking do. You know, the, the cops in Carrollton, Missouri where my grandparents live, don't come around and clean my grandma's gutters. That's yeah. not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, no, like, the movie starts with him at a speed trap waiting to give somebody a ticket. Yeah. That's and his introduction, is that, like, I'm just gonna sit here all day until someone speeds. Yeah. Like, that's what a cop does. Yeah. <clears throat> um, is... Obviously, all kids' movies are are pro-cop because you have to teach the kids that the cops are good. Yeah, but it was just... The way in which this movie is, insi- is pro-cop is, like, doubly insidious because it also has this, like, myth of rural America um, being, like... I am a person who complains a lot about every movie takes place in San Francisco and New York. Something that really mm-hmm. bothers me, uh, personally. Um, I have lived my whole life in the Midwest. I don't feel like I really see places like I knew growing up and living now. I, I don't see St. Louis or Kansas City in media, you know? everything's Everything was New York, now it's San Francisco in every fucking movie. Uh, it's in this movie, it's in Venom, it's in... You know, I was literally just thinking about Venom. I'm always thinking about Venom. That movie's so fucking good. 
when I get out of here, and I will get out of here, there's going to be carnage. There's going to be carnage. Um, I wish that I saw, like, there's other parts of... Other parts of the U.S. like represented in media more, and I, I don't like representation as a concept, but whatever. It's a good shorthand here. But this is like, this is like the dark side of the thing that I'm wishing for because mm. it is exactly that. Except it's a fucking myth. Like this rural American town that it's the same fucking town. It's fucking Radiator Springs all over again. It's the same shit, <clears throat> except that it's not dying. Because yeah. <clears throat> Like, they have a house, they have a nice house. Yes, yes, this is the other thing, is that they own a home, and I promise you that home costs $200,000, and they're going to just sell it and move into an apart- like a, a, a two-bedroom apartment in San Francisco? What are you fucking doing, you morons? You own a home. Not that I think owning a home is ethical. I mean, her but- sister also owns a home. Yeah, her sister owns a home in San Francisco. Fucking madness. I mean, he's a cop and she's a vet. Both of which are important for the plot of the movie. I understand how um, a cop and a vet own a home in Montana. I understand how that happens. Um, I don't understand how anyone, certainly seemingly a single mother, owns a home in San Francisco... Unless she's, like, like a lawyer for, like, every tech bro in the city or something? Like, how do you make that kind of money where you can own a home as a single mother in San Francisco? Doesn't make sense to me. No. I mean, for, like, a, a single white dude, maybe. I could see that. <laughs> a lot more than this. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Also, yeah, I just realized that, um, going back to, like, our troubling racial archetypes, like, she is a single mother, which is, um... And she's like, also obsessed with divorce. She really wants her sister to, to leave James Marsden. That's the finale. Wow! <laughs> yeah, wow! <laughs> Whoa! Um, uh, like. <laughs> no, starting back up again. Um, the 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 thing is that like, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Like, black women are constantly like sexless in a lot of cinema and especially like she is a lot larger than um james marsden's partner and like like we can have her and we can have her daughter because both of them like will matter to the plot but um like we can't have a black man in this movie at all because like that introduces like her having a life Mm -hmm. you know um this is like if you just think about this movie, it sounds like I'm really extrapolating, but if you look at the history of, like, cinema in the U.S. and you see just how many, like, 
single black women there are across all movies because it's like impossible to imagine black women having like a sex life basically mm. um like that thought can't even enter your mind as you watch a movie right. um meanwhile you know that james parston and his wife are getting down all the fucking time yeah, um, and you know that Dr. Robotnik and his assistant, they're fucking. <laughs> like, he he comes in and he's like, I got you, I brought, I thought you might want a latte with Austrian ostrich milk or something. something. Some weird shit. He's like, Austrian goat milk. Austrian goat milk. And then Robotnik's like, of course I want a latte, I love how you make them! Yeah. And it's just like, they fucking, they fucking... And Robotnik is a top. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we feel about Robotnik's mo- look in this movie? I like it. Yeah, I like it too. It was very uh, Jim Sterling. It was like... What's the... What's the... What's the, what's, the, what's my pull here? I guess it's kind of like if you put Jim Sterling on the stretching rack, it made him like six foot tall. yeah. That's what this is. Because he's tall. Um, Am I making that up? Is he the... No, no. No, I think... Mean, he just has tall energy. Even though he's probably... I think Jim Sterling's also tall. Is Jim Sterling tall? I think so. I only ever see him behind the Nazi podium. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, I guess I'd have... Gamers! That was that was 50% Jim Sterling and 50% Liquid Snake. You gamers, I live on through this YouTube channel. <laughs> Consumer rights. <laughs> oh my god, all the recessive consumer rights. <laughs> It's been nine years since you. <laughs> it's. I gotta. I gotta take another run. Boss. Boss. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Boss. That's a lot. Boss. It's been nine years since you made a YouTube video. Are you sure you're ready to get back into it? It's been nine years since you got a refund. <laughs> <coughs> um, this movie was a fun time. It is mired in all of the things that American children's movies are mired in, and you know, as adults, it is more obvious. Yeah, the the <clears throat> the myth making about rural America is, I think, doubly getting to me because um, like, you know, if this movie came out in twenty twelve, <clears throat> like. And I was the person that I am watching this movie in 2012. I'd be like, oh, well, that's not really, like, what the U.S. is like if you really, like, get down to it. But, like, make, making your movie have this message in the same year that Donald Trump is up for re-election. Like, <laughs> like, you're trading in the same imagery that Donald Trump is, you know? And I don't think these people realize that, but they are. I don't know. Anyone with enough money is probably aware of that and... Willing to do it. Oh, I think... Uh, I imagine that this movie was written by a lot of, like... 
Democrats who patted themselves on the back. I, I don't, I don't know. Anyway. I assume anyone who's rich is actually a Republican. Fair. You know what? Fair. Because it's a, it's a deeply Republican movie, though. It is. It is. Which sucks for Sonic the Hedgehog, which exists in most people's awareness as, like, a, an anchor to many different communities that are, like, very different from that. Mm-hmm. We've talked about people making fun of Sonic fans in order to get away with making fun of autistic people and gay people. And, mm-hmm. like, Sonic the Hedgehog clearly is this, this like, <clears throat> nexus of those different types of communities and beyond even those. Um, and so in a lot of people's, like, perception of Sonic the Hedgehog, especially with fandom in mind, it is a very inclusive and very progressive yeah. thing. Um, but it's actually an IP owned mm-hmm. by a big corporation turned into a movie by another big corporation or two or three, mm. you know, uh, in Hollywood. And those that was never going to be what this movie was. It right. never had a chance of, yeah. of, of being anything other than the most like placating um sort of moralizing for children so we have we have a couple questions um oh yeah um how did that dipshit hedgehog get so fast well before we get to, before we get to that um fuck i had something i was gonna say you just made me lose it oh sorry. shit what were we talking about I was talking about how uh, a corporation owns the IP. Oh, oh, oh. Before we get to questions, I have a question for our listeners. Um, Like, my vague understanding of, like, the Archie comics, uh, Sonic, is, like, that Sonic is, like, a a freedom fighter, like, trying to liberate, like, the the animal people of the world from an oppressive <laughs> human government. I don't know if that that tracks, but I think that's what like some of those comics are about. If people want to recommend me Sonic comic books, that is like a world that I really want to get into. I I it would mean a lot to me to know more Sonic comics, but those ones from like 1992 look bad, so I don't want to go back to 1992. Like if I could if someone could tell me you can jump in with this storyline where, like, I know Ian Flynn and Tyson Hesse are, like, two really important, like, creators in that, like, here's where Ian Flynn's stuff starts, and, like, you can just start here, you know? Um, I know at least one of the cartoons is about that. Yeah, Sonic X is about this. Um, I understand that had a bad ending, or maybe didn't have an ending. That would, that would be, both of those would track. It was a fucking cartoon. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it was a, like, like it was a cartoon that aired out. Like it was not an anime, but it was <laughs> a, it was a like Western cartoon show meant to emulate anime at the moment that like anime was really hitting with kids and like it is the same thing as Teen Titans. Like of course it had a bad ending. Teen Titans had a bad ending. <laughs> Teen Titans had an okay ending. Teen Titans, uh, they kissed. They kissed. I guess. Um, they thought they were getting another season, though. I mean... Whatever. Yeah. This episode's gonna suck. Why did we record when there were fireworks? Because I wanted the novelty of it. It's They're sucks. applauding us watching Sonic, finally. 
the Olive Garden joke was actually very funny, and I, la- I laughed at it both times. That was funny. Um, uh, there's a lot of product placement in this movie. Uh, there's Zillow, Zillow, Amazon, <clears throat> Toyota. Um, I didn't catch the Toyota the, part, but the, I assume the, every car in a movie is like the truck is very visibly a Toyota. Like they, you can see like Toyota Tacoma, like clearly written <laughs> okay. on the back. Um, I, I, they didn't do a close up of his headphones, but it seemed like the headphones were meant as a product placement. I run really hot and cold on um, Lindsay Ellis videos, but she has a pretty good video about product placement coming from a place of having worked in like film product placement. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, there's a lot of times where it's like, you know, like you're not supposed to notice that as a Toyota Tacoma, like that is supposed to just like kind of wash over you because they just want to give you the vague idea that you can associate Toyota with like tough, cool guy cop. Who's also down to earth, um, <clears throat> like, yeah, like you're not supposed to notice it. You're just supposed to kind of make. You're a not supposed to notice that like Tony Stark has a, uh, a like a Mac, yeah, or whatever, right? But it's running Jarvis or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't notice anything. I noticed the ones that were like specifically called out because mm-hmm. they were usually jokes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna look... I'm gonna also, look. one last thing, the Sega logo at the start was cute. The Sega logo at the start was cute? I lost my mind when I saw Kiryu in, like, a mainstream film. <laughs> they just put Kiryu's Kiryu. film di- debut, Song of the Hedgehog 2020. Um, there was also Valkyria Chronicles. I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the podcast, Valkyria Chronicles was one of the most profoundly disappointing experiences I've ever <laughs> had with a video game. I got through the first chapter. This was, like, mm, sometime in 2019, like, since you've been living with me. I got through the first chapter thinking that, like, the girl who's on the box art was the main character, and the first chapter... You just said 2016? 2019. You said 2016. Well, I meant to say 2019. And also, I wasn't living with you when you played Valkyria Chronicles. Okay. Was I? Yeah, I had just moved in. You just moved in. Okay. <clears throat> Kaboom! <laughs> I'm just waiting for this to pass. We should not have done this. It's probably fine. It's probably not. Anyway. It's an experiment. Anyway. Um, uh, what the fuck was I saying? I can't hold a fucking train of thought. Yeah, Pure Chronicles was the most profoundly yeah, disappointing experience. Because I was like, okay, I don't really like this gameplay as much as I thought, but I this girl's really this girl is really an autumn. They really did put autumn in the video game. I guess I'll try it. And then I got to the end of the prologue and realized she's not the main character. This dipshit boy is. And then I quit playing. Mm-hmm. As soon as I realized that she wasn't the main character that he was, I just quit playing. I didn't care. <clears throat> She's on the box and everything. Yeah. Regs asks if Sonic Tails and Knuckles, if Sonic Tails, Knuckles, and Amy were all at the block party, what would they be doing? They would never, ever. None of these characters would ever go to a block party during a pandemic, and yes. certainly not without masks. Yes, they are so- very cognizant of public health. Sonic and Tails are at home, making chili dogs by themselves. Um, Knuckles is working out in his room. Yes. 
Amy is... Amy, Amy is scrolling through Twitter and is having a depressive episode. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> Pinterest. Those are her two. She, goes, she alternates between Twitter and Pinterest. And when she gets spicy, it's time to pull out Tumblr. You know what? No. I, I think maybe I said Pinterest because of, like, the bad way that she is characterized by, like, the actual franchise. But mm-hmm. if I was really thinking about who Amy is in my heart... Is Amy a Tumblr shit poster? Amy is a Tumblr shit poster and also maybe gets a little weird at the word by lesbians. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I don't like this. Why would you do this? Um, Amy, like... Amy spends a little too much time on Tumblr and policing people's words instead of, like, <sighs> thinking about anything that matters. That's why Tails never told her that he's ace. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Robotnik is is not wearing a mask, and he will not... No, would Robotnik wear a mask? Robotnik would wear a mask. He would... Robotnik would be watching, um... Robotnik is watching the news every day and, like, quote-tweeting Donald Trump, being like, <laughs> this loser nerd doesn't wear a mask Robo- and he can't spell. Robotnik and Wiley are on uh, Skype calls saying, well, the robots can't catch the COVID, so all my plans are going through perfectly. <laughs> Robotnik is absolutely quote-tweeting and replying to Donald Trump. He does this every day. Is Robotnik... The Chuck Windick of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> Robotnik is with her. Robotnik. I'm gonna have to say it. <laughs> Robotnik does Elizabeth Warren come tributes in his spare time. What the fuck? <laughs> in his spare time, like it's a hobby. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Molly asks, how'd that dipshit hedgehog get so fast? You gotta tune in for the next movie to find out, Molly. Sorry. He was born that way. He's special. I think the next movie, if they make a next movie, is gonna have Tails show up and do exposition about... Well, you see, Sonic, you swallowed a Chaos Emerald as Mm -hmm. a baby, and that's why you're so cool. Uh, Curly asks, what is your favorite album that they're playing at the block party? And if the block party were an album, which would it be? Uh, I don't know what they were playing at the block party earlier. They've stopped playing music, thank God. Yeah, the um, block party's over. Now it's time for the classic American fireworks. Yeah, but uh, I firmly believe that... Um, I heard drums. I heard drums. I hope they were playing Pop Smoke at the party. I don't know. I like Pop Smoke a lot. Uh, rest in peace. Um... If the Block Party were an album, it would not be a Pop Smoke <clears throat> album because it's not that good. The, pop, the Block Party was really annoying. I feel like the Block Party would be like... The Block Party would be a, a Takeshi record, a 6 9 record. I was going to say Katy Perry. Yeah, it could be. Um, just kind of like bland in the background and like kind of annoying and you kind of just want to turn it off. Now you've just, like, unlocked my memory palace as I remember watching that movie about North Korea that featured that song heavily. Oh, my God. 
The fucking achievement unlocked remembered the what? witness? No. No. No, it's not. <laughs> the interview. The interview. Yes. Achievement fucking unlocked. My dad took me to that movie and we were like, haha, we're owning those commies in the in oh. the <laughs> the I'm a different person now because I just was instinctively going to say the DPRK. <laughs> um Oh my god, I just fucking... I can't believe that movie exists. Yeah. You want to talk about propaganda? <laughs> you want to talk about propaganda? Um, anyway. Move on to the next question? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I have a question for you spinning off from what Curly asked. Um, what do you think Sonic's favorite album is? <sighs> I think... Okay, I actually have an answer for this, and it's very specific. I think it's just the soundtrack album from Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I, th- I think he hasn't actually looked up any of those artists. He just has the soundtrack album. Yeah. And he likes those songs specifically from the movie that he likes. I was gonna... I was gonna <laughs> say, like... I was gonna say, like, a Pop Smoke mixtape or... You know... No, um... It's not an album. It's not an album, but Sonic fucking loves Yachty. Yachty is the rapper who is in um, the credit song, mm-hmm. um, and, and people, old, old people who listen to rap music, the same type of rap music that I unfortunately also listen to, get mad because Yachty doesn't rap like old rappers used to rap. Um, Yachty is weird and different, and he dyes his hair all sorts of odd colors, and he raps about Sonic the Hedgehog even before he got paid to do it. <laughs> um, uh, Sonic is really into Yachty. Because um, Yachty's also like showed up on the soundtrack for mm. fucking everything in the last couple of years. Mm. I'm sure he was on the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Meanwhile, the other, the, the other answer um, that I thought about giving, but actually this makes more sense for Knuckles, Knuckles ha- has every single... Lil B song on his hard drive. And Amy listens to Hamilton. Yes. <laughs> Knuckles is listening to Based God every day. He's got, if you ask him about it, he'll give you a playlist with his top 200 Based God songs. <laughs> um, Tails listens to 100 Gigs. Yeah, Tails does listen to Gex. But that's just because every trans person listens to Gex. <laughs> Tails listens to Gex and Math Rock. Listeners, that's because every trans person listens to Math Rock. <laughs> Listeners, you may be wondering, is, tra- is Tails trans mask or is Tails trans femme? That's for you to decide. I can't tell you. I have my Tails and my heart. My, my Tails and my heart is trans mask, but like, you know. Sure. Yeah, a lot of people have a have a trans femme tails headcanon, and they're all it's very powerful. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, tails listens to Gex and Math Rock. That's just true. That's just that's canon. just true. <clears throat> Here's the thing about tails that we can all agree on is that tails is not cis. Yeah. What does Metal Sonic listen to? <laughs> um, dial and tone. <laughs> Dial tone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Metal Sonic listens to Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At uh, 1.2 speed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shadow listens to metal. Like, that's not very... Uh, uh, Shadow listens to, like, industrial music. Which... Shadow's favorite movie is The Hunger. Is that true? Is he the better Van Helsing? <laughs> I don't know if that's true. What do you think Shadow's favorite movie is? What is Shadow's favorite movie? Is it that... Is the movie where he plays chess with death? Shadow tells people that his favorite movie... He doesn't say The Seventh Seal. What does he say? Shadow tells people that his favorite movie is very artistic in that same vein. Um, But his actual favorite is what... This is tough. This is tough. Oh, but, because I'm having the same problem that Jackson always has of I've forgotten every movie now. Here's my actual thing. Is that I think Shadow's actual favorite movie is um, Speed Racer or Point Break. Yeah. Yeah, no. Shadow's actual favorite movie is Point Break, but he tells people yeah. that his favorite movie is I gotta pick something that's still believably Shadow and you're on the right to <clears throat> trail he his favorite movie is Point Break but he tells everybody that his favorite movie is um, Eraserhead okay yeah. which is David Lynch's first movie <clears throat> it's black and white it's weird meanwhile Silver's never seen a movie yeah Silver Silver doesn't know am I the only are. person who cares about Silver? no lots of people care about Silver okay, yeah. he's the uh, time traveler right? yeah Hell yeah. He has got psychic powers. He's from travels. Sonic 06, and I think he's in one of the <clears throat> DS games. He might be in Sonic in, Rush. I know that he shows up in the comics. Yeah, he definitely shows up in the comics. He's become, like, kind of a recurring... Like, as as far as people not liking um, Sonic 06 goes, like, Silver the Hedgehog was still accepted into the fandom with, you know... <clears throat> of course. Everyone accepts all the new Sonic friends, even if the game is bad. Yeah. Uh, Blaze the Cat might be my favorite um, addition to... Sonic of that of that moment in time. When's the last time they made a big addition to the Sonic cast? Uh, I mean, I guess because like the last big game was well, they did Sonic 06. Sonic Unleashed didn't really add anyone. It had the B. The B. The B that you spend the whole game with. He's your companion. Not charming B. You're not talking about you're not talking about charming, are you? No, it's not a bee. Then maybe it's a fairy. Uh, sidekick. Yeah, no one remembers this guy. Yeah, everyone loves. Uh, uh. <laughs> what do you think this guy's name is? Look I at him. I don't know. Give him a name based on what he looks like. <laughs> Ralph. I, he looks like a Chadley. <laughs> Chip. Chip. Um, you know, characters from Sonic Unleashed. Amy Rose. Chip. Dark Gaia. Um, <laughs> Professor Pickle. When's the last time? So, Sonic 06 would have added Silver. <clears throat> um, uh, generate, did, have they added any other... I feel like Silver might be, like, the last big addition. Because Sonic Boom didn't add anyone. Sonic Boom adds people, Sonic Boom not... adds some new characters, but only specifically for that continuity. I don't think any of them have, like... Yeah. 
Um, the Chaotix, Big the Cat, E100, Omachow, I love Omachow, Tikal, Shadow, Gerald Robotnik, Maria Robotnik, Rouge, <clears throat> Babylon Rogues. Yeah, see, after Silver the Hedgehog, it's like... Storm the Albatross, Wave like the Storm. Swallow, Jet the Hawk, Wisps. I like all those guys from Sonic Riders. <clears throat> Sticks the Badger. That's I, that's the one from the cartoon, the Sonic yeah. Boom. That's like the the new character. Oh, I know her. Yeah. I thought she was a comic character. I didn't realize she was a Boom character. Okay, I know her. She counts. I'm I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm not counting Orbot and Cubot or the Wisps, but she counts. I recognize her like as a. I think she counts because she's got titty fan art. Oh, she got titty fan art. Um. Olivia asks, memorable and enjoyable movies you saw in recent memory that were definitely bad. I mean... <clears throat> Doom Annihilation. Oh, I was going to say Rise of Skywalker. Oh. Well, I had a good no, time. No, they said bad. <laughs> I had a good time. I gained renegade points for that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Olivia and I actually watched Doom Annihilation recently, and it was very interesting. Oh, it was a fun time, for sure. But it was it's extremely <clears throat> it was just doing the first Resident Evil movie, but bad, but good, but bad, you know? Um You described it to me and it sounded awful. It's a zombie movie. It sounds like something I wouldn't enjoy even one bit. No. Unless you enjoy like here's a bad version of the Marines from Aliens. I don't know. Do you, I don't like aliens. Do you want a squad of marines that all have their own unique gimmick and shallow characterization? Uh, Ruth asks... Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to go into Olivia's question. Any other, anything other than Rise of Skywalker, Doom Annihilation? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't watch movies. I haven't, I haven't watched many movies recently. Like... I don't know. We're gonna watch Hamilton soon. That'll probably be on there. Yeah. I was gonna say like any movie is more fun if I watch it with you, but like, like we struggled with Ocean Waves and uh, Mononoke, so I don't know. Sorry, didn't mean to drag you down. No, like <laughs> I don't like those movies, and I was gonna, no, say, I was gonna sure. say like, I just had the biggest part of my life. Um. <laughs> Like, I had a feeling while we were watching this, like, oh, if I was watching this by myself, I wouldn't like this movie that much. It's just fun because I'm with Nora. There's the part where the tank is chasing them, and they hit the tank with a a spin dash, and it knocks it over. And then a smaller car pops out the bottom of the tank and chases them again. And then they blow up the car. But then one of the wheels gets off of the car and chases after them again, and it's got a little robot head on the wheel... And then they blow that up, and then the eyeball of the little wheel pops out and flies up to them and is a bomb. It splits apart into a sticky bomb. I was losing my shit! You thought this was so fucking funny? It was really funny and cute, because there's robots inside of robots inside of robots. <laughs> you were losing your mind. I was sleepy, and it was good. Yes. Um... 
But yeah, I was just gonna say, like, I would I would say any movie's fun if I was watching it with you, but that's literally not true because you and I watched Ocean Ways and Mononoke together and we were struggling. Yeah. Movies aren't good. Sometimes movies are Sorry, bad. Grace. Uh, Ruth asks, would the movie be better if they kept in the Sonic they originally yes. had before? Yes. No. I like, I like that design a lot. No, but I would rather they just let those anima- <clears throat> animators sleep. Yeah. It's fucked up what they did, forcing all those people to go back to work to remake this. And then laid character. them all off at the end. And then laid them all off. It's fucked up. It's bad. I hate it's, it. They should have just kept it because, like, I'm the person who always enjoys seeing a reboot or a reimagining of a thing and, like, seeing something that, like, sticks to that and is is just gonna here's this version of it and we're just gonna leave it at that instead of trying to like oh no 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 we'll make it like you want it oh get back get back get back in here i'm finished animating Mm -hmm. get back over here like it's like even outside of the labor issues i would just rather them just do the thing that they intended to do and put it out and deal with the consequences for me it just comes down to the labor stuff like i think this looks unspeakably better just like immeasurably just like oh my gosh it looks so much better but would i rather trade like me having a mildly more enjoyable hour and 40 minutes or like those people seeing their families yeah um yeah all in all I think we can agree that Sonic the Hedgehog 2020 is a movie. It's a good one. It's a movie. I had a good time. I had a good time. I don't know if it's a good movie, but I had a good time. You just said it was a good one. Yeah, I'm walking that back. Damn. <sighs> okay, here's here's what everybody came here to hear. Okay. Let's say they make a sequel. All okay. right. What is, what's the sequel? Tails shows up, does some exposition, says, we need you um, to help us find the Chaos Emeralds. Um, Sonic has trouble trusting Tails, but comes around on trusting Tails. They go to back to where Sonic's from. They get accosted by Knuckles. Um, uh... They get accosted by Knuckles, but Knuckles um, comes around to help them on their quest for finding Chaos Emeralds. Um, And at about the halfway point in the movie, they've tracked down a couple Chaos Emeralds. They're starting to be friends, but there's still some tension, you know, still tense. And um, they have their fucking Dragon Radar out, and they're heading toward the last one. And who's there... (laughs) It's Robotnik with Metal Sonic. Because the last Chaos Emerald is on the Mushroom Planet. Yes. And this is how Robotnik gets off-world. Yes. Um, And Sonic doesn't want to go to the Mushroom Planet, but Tails and Knuckles say it's fine, and so he comes, and then, like... They... uh, Robotnik is able to get back to Earth because of um, what they did, and... um, Sonic goes back to not trusting people, um, but he goes with 
he goes back to Earth, and separately, Knuckles and Tails go to Earth to get this Chaos Emerald, and Sonic just wants to stop Robotnik. And we get two scenes with James Marsden, one at the beginning and one here, where he gets a pep talk from James Marsden before going back on his adventure. Yes. Yes. Um, and <clears throat> so, there's this last action scene that lasts for about 30 minutes-ish. <laughs> um, and at the start of this lengthy action sequence... Um, Sonic is not working with Knuckles and Tails. He doesn't trust them, but about halfway through, he realizes that his friends are his power, and... And that's what allows him to unlock the secrets of the... the Chaos Emeralds and become Super Sonic. Yeah, and, and save the day. And he beats Metal Sonic. And then, the teaser, of course. The teaser is... Shadow. Is the teaser Shadow? The teaser has to be Shadow. That's the only escalation from... Supersonic. Yeah, the teaser is Shadow, but the real bad guy of the third movie is going to be Chaos. It's going to be the same. It's going to be the same thing, but more of like in, in movie two, he doesn't trust Knuckles and Tails and learns that this is the power of friendship. In movie three, it's like no, Shadow's a bad guy, but we have to work with him to beat Chaos. And Robotnik is there. And you just... Robotnik gets less and less scenes as the movies go on as Jim Carrey refuses to come back to these movies. Yes, but he does, like... He shows up in movie three and is, like, begrudgingly helping them in one scene. And begrudgingly helping them just means, like, he gives them some tech to do something to contain chaos. Yes. Um... And the third movie is the one with the most problematic native imagery, which is saying something because the second movie is going to trade in it quite a bit when they go to wherever <laughs> Knuckles is from to get is the Is this the only world. plot that Sonic has? No, it's just the one that I like. Oh, okay. I'm just mashing... I'm just mashing together... Well, okay, so the second... the You're second just movie, this as a prequel to Sonic Adventure. Well, no, the second movie, what I'm doing is, um, you know... We're going to speed up, like, the collection of the friends, because no one really wants to see, like, in so in Sonic 2, he just gets Tails, and in Sonic 3, he just gets Knuckles. Like, people want to see Knuckles and Amy and Tails, get them all there. Oh, also, Amy's in the second movie a bunch, but she doesn't matter. Um, Here's my alternate pitch. Okay. Sonic 2 opens up. Sonic runs too fast, so fast that he goes back in time. To medieval Britain, and becomes a knight under King Arthur. What have you? Are you just doing Army of Darkness? No, you're do, oh, you're doing, doing Sonic <laughs> and the the the, the Wee One. <laughs> Sonic and the Wee One, where he has a smaller Sonic. <laughs> Sonic the Black Knight. I'm just a sleepy cat. You are a sleepy cat. We're gonna wrap it up here, folks. The fireworks are done. The podcast is done. Hopefully this is okay to listen to. This we we brought the content. The content is not the problem. The content is not the problem. The content's good. This I'm gonna week. send you this picture of Zack Snyder with this owl. I, I said uh, Elizabeth Warren contributes at some point. Shut the fuck up! You said it <laughs> twice now. Um. Do you want to watch Legend of the Guardians: The Owls of Gahul with me? Uh, is that the one with the twink? Is that the one that with the twink that everyone's yeah, on yeah, Jack Frost? Talk Frost. It has Jack Frost. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. he's species, isn't he? 
I was so worried because we've said like six funny things that could be episode titles, but I just said he's Bishi, isn't he? And now I don't have to go searching for others because I know just right toward the end I say he's Bishi, isn't he? I mean, do you want to name this export audio episode ninety nine? Doctor Robotnik does Elizabeth Warren come tributes in his spare time. No, I, I didn't think so. I can't say that. I can't make the episode. T- I feel strongly about titling podcasts <laughs> come tributes. We, folks, we had a good time tonight. We hope you did because this is. The content's good, the fireworks are very bad, and I feel bad, but the the podcast moved through us, and we had to... We, we are just channeling something <clears throat> from on high. Is that Riku? <laughs> no, but that's the joke. <laughs> I just thought that was Riku. It looks like Riku, but it's not. Toad it's, tip. It's Riku from Xenoblade Chronicles. You can't. I can't make a fucking McElroy joke on the weekend that Hamilton came out. He's gonna lock his account again. <laughs> Do you think Travis came to the Hamilton movie? No, I'm just saying things to be provocative. Nobody fucked to it. Is that what you wanted to hear? Yeah. No. No. He definitely did. You're right. Oh, this I, is the rancid podcast. I'm just saying things to be provocative now. No, I'm so sleepy. I know. I'm up past my bedtime. But, well, not really, because yesterday you didn't go to bed until 12.30. Be nice to me. I'm being nice. I love you so much. I love you too. Do you think people know that we're dating? No. It's a secret? Mm-hmm. Just our little secret. It's our little secret. Oh, shit, it's still recording. Oh, no. Keep it flamio, everybody. Where can people find you online? Oh, shit. <laughs> I gotta stop clinging to you and fit, fucking finish the podcast. You can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. Um, this week, I'm gonna have an episode of it and then an aeroplane going up. We talked about The Cat Returns. Uh, good movie. One of my favorites that we've done, weirdly, even though it's kind of a nothing movie. Uh, and I recorded a new old podcast with Regression at uh, Regression with three S's on Twitter, uh, where we talked about music. And people might remember the podcast Hot Singles. That's coming back. Um, I talked about, or well, we both talked about, but I brought the album Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers, and um, Regs brought uh, Gray by Moses Sumney, and we talked about those two albums for about an hour, and it was good. It's probably going to go up sometime this week. Is why is it called Hot Singles if you talk about albums? Anyway, um, I don't know what we're talking about on the next episode of Hot Singles, but I'll tweet about it at some point. Mm-hmm. And you can support this podcast at exportaud.io. That takes you to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash exportaudio. You can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora. You can find everything that I do at NoraBlake.online. Uh, today I streamed Mega Man 1 with our mutual friend Curly. Uh, who you might remember from our newbie episodes. You can find the archive of that stream on their YouTube channel when it goes up. You can go to curl underscore e underscore brace on Twitter and find the YouTube channel in probably the pinned tweet of that account. Um, 
that's part of our Rush Jet Radio, which is our full franchise Mega Man retrospective. We are done with Mega Man 1. We are eight episodes or something into the Ruby Spears Mega Man cartoon. Eventually, after this, we will start watching Battle Network, and then we will be uh, playing one game a month, as usual. Another thing that just happened is four days ago, uh, Journal Updated came out, which is my podcast with your friend and mine, Molly. Uh, Your friend, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't unhear that. (laughs) Um... Anyway, it's a podcast. We talk about video games, specifically the ones where you make choices in them. Uh, we talked about Dishonored. And next up is Mass Effect 2. You should send in any questions, comments, or concerns you have about Mass Effect 2 to journalupdated at gmail.com. We're accepting emails all month, and then when we record our app, we will obviously be answering those questions. Mass Effect fucking blows. I don't know if you know that. I've been watching you play it sometimes, and it seems like the worst video game I've ever seen in my life. I'm it not is, being hyperbolic. It seems... Is it is it is it toppling Arkham Knight in how fucking oh, horrible no. it is? It, no! I don't know. That autistic brother shit was pretty fucking vile. It's not topping it only because I'm not playing it. If I was playing it, yeah. I would be more upset about Mass Effect 2 than I am about Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight... Also, here's the thing, is that I don't care about Mass Effect like I care about Batman. Sure, and so true. Probably if I was playing Mass Effect, I would get, like, three hours into the first game and be like, this really isn't for me, some of this stuff is problematic, I'm just gonna set it down. Whereas with Batman, because I care so deeply about Batman... You wanna see what they're doing with your toys. I, yeah, I wanna see how they're fucking it up. I felt like a deep compulsion to finish that game, um, and God, it's not good. Oh my God, it's Arkham Knight's the worst. It's the worst video game I've ever played. I can't. I can't imagine playing a worse game than Arkham Knight. I will accept Mass Effect as the worst video game you haven't played. Yeah, no, I would definitely. uh, Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, I feel like people watched. don't know that Mass Effect is bad. Like, that's the really weird part of doing these games for the podcast, is how everyone still has these glowing, like, thoughts and criticisms of Mass Effect as, oh, they were just really good. Like, especially 1 and 2 are, like, still held as these just very good video games, very deep, very, like, nuanced video games. And they're not. Shepard calls... Someone a slur in the first scene of Mass Effect 2. Just the first thing that happens is that Shepard calls his best friend a slur. Yeah. Uh, And also, like, there's probably a reason why the common perception of Mass Effect is that the first two were good, and the third one and the last one are not as good. First of all, it's because those other two probably aren't as good. But also because in between Mass Effect 2 and 3 is when Dragon Age 2 happened. And Dragon Age 2 was like the cresting of the wave of people harassing Bioware employees. That was where, like, something fucking broke in people. Yeah. Like, people started quitting. I'm sure people already quit before, but it was, like, news now. Yeah. How fucking bad it got after Dragon Age 2. Yeah. And, like, that just continued through... Old Republic through Mass Effect 3 like for whatever reason 
retweet if you know why, etc. Like, Bioware was such a fucking target yeah. for, you know, the nascent... Gamergate. Right, the nascent, like, ideologies and reactionary types that would become Gamergate. Gamergate was always a thing. Gamergate just gave a name to it. You know? Yeah. Like, what, Inquisition was 2014? Mm, was it that? No, uh, Inquisition was 15, because 14 was when Shadow of Mordor won Game of the Year at Giant Bomb. <sighs> Bad year. Um, so, you know... Um, um, anyway, all that to say, listen to my podcast. Yeah, this is the same feeling I had when we were talking about The Legend of Korra, of just, like, everybody played this, everybody watched this years ago, and they're, they're different people now, but they still like this, and I feel like I'm losing my mind because it's terrible. Yeah. And, and, and... And to be fair, like, Legend of Korra, the way in which Legend of Korra is terrible is much less noticeable slash right-wing as the way that Mass Effect is... It's much less sickening. Like, it is is bad, but in, like, a more... I would call it more embarrassing than evil. Like, Mm -hmm. Mass Effect is fucking vile. Yeah. Mass, Mass Effect is the sort of thing that, like, if you espouse, like... If if you like have if you espouse any sort of like leftist values, and I don't just mean this as like if you're a communist like I am, I, I don't just mean you're Marxist. Like any sort of if you consider yourself left of center in any way, you have to like call Mass Effect what it is, and it's racist, race scientist, military propaganda garbage. Like, it's really fucking bad. It's evil. It's I'm, it's repugnant. It, like I'm not like I'm not doing my spiel here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the like, you know, there is nuance and everything. And liking the game that was literally designed to make you enjoy it, it doesn't make you a bad person. I'm just saying, you got you got to interrogate your shit sometimes. You know. Yeah, like. Like, I, I just I just think that, like... I, this is not a call-out post for people who like Mass Effect. I just think that people still like Mass Effect. And I think people <clears throat> need to, like... Like, go watch a Let's Play and, like, really think about the race science and the, like, tr- military propaganda that is at the core of what that game is and, like, ask yourself, how much do I actually like this? Because, like... Like... Like, this isn't also isn't to say, oh, when that remaster comes out, don't buy it. Because, like, voting with your wallet is a fake idea. Yeah. Like, like... But just, like, be aware of the things that are being sold to you. And, because that'll help you to, you know, engage with the things that are more material than the video game. The things yeah. that are, like, the real-life version of this that gets pushed every day. Yeah. Like, it is so easy to see, um... I was thinking about this the other day in the light of the um, the that army recruiter t- recruiting uwu. Oh god! That army recruiter tweeting uwu at Discord, um, and it's just like games culture, and, and like let's call things what they are. Like uwu is like a a queer trans culture thing that kind of got 
assimilated into games culture <clears throat> and now like is going to get is gonna get assimilated into like um like propaganda that the state does and like like we have to have a culture that is like doesn't let this shit happen like we have to like like all cops are bastards is like a fun catchphrase and is also like a thing that is true and we need to stand by it like our our uh, like our funny things that we tweet at each other can't be ooh-woo because that can get ass- assimilated into a mainstream culture that gets in- assimilated into army recruiters tweeting it our fun cute things that we should say to each other should be ACAB 1312 like fuck this <laughs> fuck mass effect and and, and and it's so easy to see how mass effect and call of duty pave the way for 10 years down the road like an army recruiter tweeting ooh-woo as part of the army's esports team. Like, we can't let this shit into, like, games culture. You know? Yeah. The, anything that can be repurposed into serving the state will be. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like, we just This can't. is why it's important to be cognizant of things around you and, like, just be critical of the things you like. And, yeah. like I said... Obviously, I'm not getting on anyone's case for like a Mass Effect. If you l- liking a thing and saying that it is one of the best stories ever told mm-hmm. in video games are two very different things. Yes, like and also like you know, this is my go-to example for this. My favorite comic book ever is by a guy who later in life would go on to do um, a uh, comic book where Batman goes and kills Muslim people. Um, that was so racist that DC said, you can put this out, but you can't put Batman in it. (laughs) Um, uh, like, I, like, some of my favorite comics are by, like, Frank Miller, who is, like, one of the most vile humans that is on the planet, so I'm not saying you can't enjoy Mass Effect, but I also am deeply aware of how, like, those Daredevil and Batman comics that he did that I really like... Uh, have the right-wing shit in there. Like, it's in there. And, like, I am aware of that, and I just talk about it whenever I also say it's cool when Batman's in the building and the cops are coming for him, and he... It's... It's cool! It's cool when the Kingpin, like, takes apart Daredevil's whole life, and Daredevil's like, it's a fine piece of work, you shouldn't have signed it. It's good shit. It's good shit! You shouldn't have signed it! Also, Frank Miller's a right-wing weirdo. I, whatever. I feel like we have the same conversation every time we talk about something terrible. Yeah. I mean, like, we had this conversation about Sonic the Hedgehog, a thing we liked. Like, we, you have to talk about, like, yeah. you have to talk about, like, um, the the weird racial stereotypes and the, the like, America first, like, messaging of Sonic the Hedgehog, even when you're talking about, like, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, all cops are bastards. There's a sign off for you. Yeah, keep the flame meal, everybody. The flame meal, we can burn down.